Hello, and welcome to the Life Organized with Lisa podcast. I'm Lisa Seely, and organizing is my superpower. I'm a busy mom who has figured out how to do all the things and keep important things from falling through the cracks. And I'm here to give you tips, tricks, and practical advice about how to organize your entire life. You can find my website at www.lisaseely.com. That's L I. S-A-S-E-A-L-E-Y dot com. Today, let's talk about your emergency plan. Having an emergency plan is always a good idea. And if you don't have one yet, now is a great time to come up with one. If you already have one in place, take a few minutes to review it and make sure everything is still up to date and ready to use. Step number one. Be aware of the emergencies you may be facing. Start by figuring out and making a list of the natural emergencies and disasters you may be facing in your area. Preparing for a tornado is very different from preparing for a hurricane, an earthquake, or a major snowstorm. Be aware of the types of emergencies you may encounter and then read up on how to best prepare for each of them. This information will become the basis for your family emergency plan. Step two, find a safe spot in the house. If you are going to wait out a disaster or emergency in your home, find a designated safe spot. When the unexpected hits, you don't want to get overwhelmed and make a bad decision under stress. Think about the safest place now and make sure everyone in your household is aware of what and where that safe spot is. You can even stash a little emergency kit with a flashlight, emergency radio, and a bit of food and water in the spot just in case. How and where that place is will vary from home to home and emergency to emergency. Refer to your list and research to make an educated decision. Step three, declare a safe meeting spot should you be required to leave. Some natural disasters and man-made emergencies will require you to evacuate. It's a good idea to come up with safe meeting spots well ahead of time. Meeting up with a relative who lives further inland, for example, is a good plan when a hurricane is approaching. Decide on a meeting spot and make sure each family member, including your children, know where to meet up. Step four. Keep emergency contact information on you at all times. This should include any and all cell phone numbers of immediate family, along with landline numbers for friends or relatives who live further away and who may be able to act as intermediaries. It's also a good idea to exchange email addresses. Make sure you use web-based emails that can be accessed from anywhere. During the hours after 9-11, it was almost impossible to make a phone call. Email became a way to communicate when phone lines were overloaded. Text messaging may be another option when calls don't go through. Step five, food, water, and medical provisions. Last but not least, it's good to have some emergency rations on hand. Keep enough clean water, food, and any medication you may need around to last for a few days. By then, emergency personnel should have been able to check on you. Again, the types of supplies and how long you should plan for will vary from family to family and emergency to emergency. Do what you can to be prepared. If you need help creating a basic emergency kit, 
listen to episode 20 of my podcast. Do you have an emergency plan? Send an email to lisa at lisaseely.com and let me know. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Until next time.